Welcome to Europhile. My name is Kate Walker. And I'm Catherine Rory. Hi, Kat. Hi, Kate. How's it going? Enjoying a lovely slow weekend, you know? Mm. Basically had no plans. Obviously, it's nice to have plans with friends and whatever. Mm. Like, we had a lovely dinner on Friday night. We had a lovely dinner last Mm. night. But, like, it really just stretches out the weekend. Like, I feel so relaxed that I didn't do anything yesterday. (laughs) I don't plan on doing anything today. It's just delicious. Delicious laziness. I'm indulging. How are you doing? Good. I'm good. I made us lemon pasta Mm -hmm. last night. Yes. It was so fun. So good. Delicious, everyone. wine from Portugal that was delicious. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. I don't know. That's really it. I have some, I have a wedding next week. So yes. I have friends coming in. Yeah. So, so fun. So, and they're staying with us. So yep. our first so guests. Be, I know. Our first house guests mm-hmm. will be here. So, <laughs> so excited for that. But I was thinking, mm-hmm. maybe, I think, should I dive into <laughs> the main topic since it's mine this week? Yeah. Let's <laughs> begin. Yet again. Do I pay attention to the calendar? Do I pay attention to anything? It is Pride Month. Yes. And yes. we're going to Spain this week. Uh-huh. And we're going to be talking about one of Spain's most pioneering, unapologetic, and maybe the first person in the trans community. Oh, my God. Who is widely known in Spain. Wow. Okay, brilliant. Yes. Oh, mm-hmm. good. I was talking to one of my coworkers, Sal. Thanks, Sal, for the recommendation. <laughs> and he said, have you seen La Veneno on HBO? And I said, no, but I've seen the, like, image of it. Oh, I don't even know if I it's have. this woman who has, like, she has, like, the Selena Quintanilla bangs, you know, okay. like that, those 90 curled bangs, Yes, <laughs> like long straight hair. I'm, okay, I'm saying this for comedic effect, okay? <laughs> Titty sitting nice, okay? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> like, really okay. high. Alert, perky. And out there. Yeah. <laughs> okay, work it. <laughs> and she's unapologetic about it okay i mean obviously this is an actress mm-hmm. who's playing her in this show but the resemblance really is uncanny okay now oh, that i've perfect. done like a little research yeah. yeah and so i was like you know i had this conversation with sal maybe on like wednesday or thursday and i was like i cannot watch this season yeah and then record on it so unfortunately i have not watched it for this like in preparation for this you know that'd be you know <laughs> way too much um you know i live life in chaos well so. when this is our full-time job no problem yes, exactly. <laughs> okay so we're going to be talking about la veneno okay so christina ortiz rodriguez she was born the 19th of march 1964 mm. So what is that? Aries? Aries, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Which, like, you can see that. Uh-huh. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, good. Diva? Mm-hmm. Diva. Good. She's La Diva, you know? <laughs> and La Veneno is a, a nickname, obviously, which means, uh, veneno means poison. Oh. Uh, ooh, so, okay. She's poisonous. Mm. So she was a Spanish singer, actress, sex worker, and, like, entertainment Okay. Like I said earlier, she's considered one of the most and beloved LGBT icons in Spain. 
Growing up, Christina, she was called Jose. And she always... I watched a few interviews and she talks about she does not brush over how difficult life was for her growing up. Oh, God. And she always knew that she was different Mm -hmm. from the other little kids. Mm -hmm. And so she dealt with abuse from members of her community, her family, you know, Um, simply by portraying, like, you know, traits that are more traditionally feminine, Mm -hmm. you would say. Yeah, you know. being by being who she was, she was getting abused. Yes, yes exactly. So I want to preface this. I mean, obviously I'm in this now, but I want to say that this isn't like a super happy story. Okay. And good to but I do be think it's important to talk about. Yeah. So at the age of 13, her parents kicked her out. <gasps> I want oh, like, yeah, poor honey, Jose go live somewhere else if you're uh, going to be like this. Mm-hmm. So she worked various different jobs and moved around. Because she moved around and worked, she was illiterate. Oh, right. And so she worked really random jobs as like a farmer, like a shop assistant, a hairdresser, a model. Mm-hmm. And in 1989, she won the contest for Mr. Andalusia. So oh. I think this is like a first taste of like the entertainment. Yeah, showbiz, world. baby. Yeah. Yes. Glam. Performer. So in her mid-20s, this is like early 90s. She moved to Madrid, and this is where, you know, she, like, worked in a hospital kitchen. I don't think – she was just, like, trying to figure it out. Yeah, do what you got to do. So she moves to Madrid, then goes on a trip to Asia, to Thailand. Oh, okay. And there, you know, there are some cultures in Asia, like in Thailand, that are more open to, like, the Mm -hmm. queer community. Okay. Like, that's more ingrained in their culture, Mm -hmm. you know? I'm sure there's some form of like stigma. As yeah, there is it's no oasis. But that was her first like. Oh yeah, you know I could live maybe this I way. Transition too. Yeah. So then, once she gets back to Madrid, she starts transitioning. Mm-hmm. Then she was fired because you know she's right. You know, I was thinking, how is she? Yeah. Wow, people are really accepting, or she was just kind of hiding herself. Probably she never hid herself. Oh. Never once. She was always like doing it. Okay. This is who I am. You like it or not. Yeah. So with very few options to make money, Mm -hmm. she took to sex work. Right. Okay. However, so in 1996, a journalist came to Parque del Oeste. I'm so sorry for people who speak Spanish. A place where transgender women did their sex work. And so she spoke to Christina, Mm. 11 and 0. Okay. Apparently, they just, like, loved her. They were like, this is so interesting. She is giving it. Yes. You know, she's fun. She's honest. Mm -hmm. And so they ask her to go on another show for, like, a follow-up interview. Oh. And so this is, like, a much bigger – this is, like, a talk show. This isn't, like, the news. Much bigger audience. Yeah. You know, late night, so they can be, like, a little more – I don't want to say vulgar. But, like, like, be more honest, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. It perfectly showcased her, like, outrageous humor, her glamour. Oh, my God. Perfect. This is a perfect opportunity. She's a 10. Yeah. You know, (laughs) the big hair, the 90s, like, curls. wavy. Big lips, Uh big personality, big breasts. Yeah. She is the word big personified. And, you you like, you just stare at her. You just, like, she's just so interesting. Yes. And she's 
beautiful mm. like beautiful bone structure mm-hmm. knows exactly how to do her makeup yeah <laughs> you know overlines her lips mm-hmm. like accessorizing like big earrings yeah. so fun i liked watching her because she's so animated like oh, so many oh, hand gestures so she's uh-huh. like kind of moving around in her seat she is not like an entertainer she like is yeah. telling you a story you know <laughs> there was this one video where she's wearing a matching cowboy hat it's leopard and uh, her matching like cut out 90s top <laughs> oh my god to- cute yeah. so she is so fun and like of the time mm-hmm. the host pepe navarro loved her okay and his Good. ratings like boomed because everyone loved her too yes she is so, boom she's on the scene yes obsessed that's kind of w- what made her i don't want to say a household name but more well known okay so the show was canceled you know after some time and so she moved on to different entertainment avenues okay you know. mm-hmm. so in 96 she recorded two music singles <gasps> veneno to piel and El Rap de la Veneno. And oh. I listened to the first one, and it is so 90s. <laughs> oh, like, my God. Like, we need to hear like, it. Electronic beat. Like, it's, like, fun. <laughs> yeah. Um, like, it is definitely, I would definitely see it could be a banger. Oh, you know? really? Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. It won gold, like, got a gold record or whatever. Okay. I think it's, yeah. So, you know. So, huge hit. She's yeah. doing, yeah, she's doing well. So she was able to tour as like a personality, making like money doing like galas and nightclub events and oh my festivals. God. And she like modeled for designers <gasps> who were like really oh, progressive. So cool. Worked in some TV projects. And she also starred in two uh, pornographic films. Oh. But I mean, this was like, she loved entertaining yes one memorable quote of hers which Mm. like i loved and i was like wow she is such an aries (laughs) excuse this is a bad translation i just like google translated it Mm -hmm. but what a beauty i am (laughs) when you wake up in the morning and you look in the mirror and you can't tame that unruly strand and on top of that you have all the clothes to wash and iron and at that time you always remember la veneno what a beauty i am (laughs) oh my god Wow. I love that. Yeah. I need to channel that. You know, Sweet she nice. sounds like Cher. It's like yes. that confidence. Okay. So I know. we're going to talk scared. about some not so fun things. Mm-hmm. Yes. So in April 2003, I guess she needed some money. Like she was in financial straits. She was implicated in a case of arson and insurance fraud because she's... What? I guess she, she must, must have set fire to her apartment wanting insurance money, and oh. they found that she was, like, guilty of doing oh that. Oh, my so God. she was sentenced to three years in prison. And since she hadn't changed her gender oh. and her name on her, like, government IDs, she was sent to a men's prison. Oh, no. Yeah. She said that her parents didn't even know that she was in prison. Like, she, they weren't very close. I mean, obviously, kind yeah. of after getting kicked out but they didn't even know until they were notified that she had like health issues in the prison oh because i guess they have to notify family or something and then in 2004 after her release christina went you know on different talk shows and talked about this is not fun being raped and abused by the prison guards oh my god i think because of this abuse she 
became really depressed and gained mm-hmm. a lot of weight in prison. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I won't even talk about how much she gained because, like, whatever, that's not important. But, like, you know, a significant change to someone's life and, like, your body identity yeah. is, like, so important to you. And I'm sure as the trans person, it's, like, especially precious, you know? Yes, yeah. So because she, like, sort of was honest and with the media, she sort of got a little bit of a comeback in entertainment. Okay. In 2010, there is this, I guess it's, like, this trashy Spanish TV show that they would do, like, all gossipy kind of things. Mm -hmm. And they challenged Christina to lose the weight that she put on. And she had agreed. Okay. She had lost, like, a significant amount of weight. But then she did end up talking about how she suffered from, like, bulimia and depression Mm -hmm. and was having trouble, like, sleeping because she had anxiety. I mean, that trauma... Yes, so much trauma. Is horrific. I I can't even fathom. And then in, I want to say in 2013, she starts doing the media circuit, like, I'm going to write a memoir. Okay. And it's called Ni Puta Ni Santa, which means not a whore, not a saint. Mm. So fun. Yeah, that's a good name. Brilliant title, yeah. Yeah. And that year, her ex-boyfriend stole 60K (gasps) euro from her. Whoa. And so she was literally living on like oh, benefits. Oh my state. god. Fuck yeah. that guy. Fuck that him. Yeah. I Ugh. I know, I know. This is like not fun, but we have to talk about it, you know? Mm-hmm. I couldn't find what happened exactly, but somehow she ended up going to jail again for eight months. But this time she went to a woman's prison. Okay. So after her release, she was actually able to to release her memoir, mm-hmm. which was, you know, like, kept selling out. I was going to say, like, can't keep it, it on the yeah. shelves, probably. Yeah, yeah. Now she's and been around like, for decades. Juicy, like an Juicy o- memoir. Yeah. So that was in October. And then a month later in November, she was found partially conscious in her home by her boyfriend. <gasps> and she had numerous, like, bruises and, like, a deep <gasps> head wound. They put her in a coma, you know, induced coma. And... She was in the ICU for four days and then passed away. Oh, my God. I know. I did not see this coming. I know. I feel like she's so much more than this, like, whole story. It's so hard to research her life. I pieced this together from numerous articles and stuff like that. Well, there's absolutely no English resources right. for this. Yeah. So like, wait, what happened? we could find on her? Okay. The cause of death was determined to be an accidental fall after mixing Xanax with alcohol. <gasps> but they think that she had been receiving death threats because of her memoir. <gasps> and maybe had, you know, that had something oh to do with Oh my God. It. Yeah. So there are calls to reopen yes. her case now. Please. Yeah. Apparently, like, she had talked to her family but hadn't seen them for years. Yeah. So... After all of this, her family had no intention of fulfilling her last wish because she wanted her ashes to be thrown at the Parque del Oeste, Uh which is where she, you know, practiced her sex work, where she was very happy, but they took her to, like, her family home instead. Mm. Even the host from that show that made her famous, that Pepe Navarro, he said that she did not deserve such an ending. She was a good person and pure tenderness. Oh. Yeah. So 
I think this is interesting because it's like it's also it's about her, but also this conversation of queerness mm-hmm. and visibility in Europe. Right. You know, I mean, Spain is so different than France, than England, you know, mm-hmm. anywhere mm-hmm. is very deeply rooted in, you know, religion. I was going to say. Yeah. yeah. One Spanish journalist wrote something interesting that I thought was nice and we should hear it. He wrote about her. La Veneno is the desired and the refused. The one who abandoned her family to become a sex worker. La Veneno is Lilith, Pandora, Helen of Troy, Circe, Delilah, archetypes of female evil that history have given birth to since the appearance of the patriarchal society. Figures that exert a feeling of rejection and fear while provoking seduction. La Veneno forces us to confront ourselves with a conflict that we have not yet resolved. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. That's beautifully said. It is about her, but it's also like she's the first one, like the pioneer. Yeah, and Spain. and I wonder how during this time, because of her, did anything happen us else in the queer community? Was was anyone more accepted because of her? Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. I would like I to think, think so, yeah. so. I'll leave us with one last quote. Mm-hmm. She says, "If you want it, you will shine." When you record a song and 20 years later, it is still a resounding success in any nightclub where it plays. <laughs> La Veneno Patupiel has been sung by a person who sung classical Spanish music. But of course, since it was La Veneno's thing, like it didn't happen for her. Mm-hmm. Luckily, time puts everything in its place. Mm. So now we're seeing. Yeah. HBO show you know like we're talking about it yeah oh my god I need to watch there's more of a conversation now Mm -hmm. so too bad she's not here I know to see it to like enjoy it yeah yeah but in her memory the HBO show looks really well done Mm -hmm. like they threw money at that thing there's great production value okay good it's in Spanish so I can't wait to watch it and thank you Sal for that amazing recommendation wow Wow. And this important conversation that we have to keep, you know, going. Wow, she seems so, yeah. so wonderful. Yeah. You have to all put some, some like, videos Good. On, and you can see, like, mannerisms, like, you know, her outfits are so fun. She's uh-huh. just over the top and unapologetically herself, you uh, know. An inspiration. Mm-hmm. God, I yeah, love it. Anyone. Yes. Rest in peace. Yes. And, uh, and thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Kate. <laughs> that was so good. Thank you. Sorry. That was sad. I know. But it was but also like, energizing. Yeah. We can remember the amazing things, too. Yes. You know, that's what she would want, I imagine. Yeah. I know. I want to hear that song. More, I know. I just wish there was more resources for, like, her life. Yeah. You know? I guess I should get her autobiography and see if I can see if it's in English. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was curious when you said that. Yeah. I'll it has to, to be by now, I would hope. Yeah. Okay, Kat. Okay. What about you? Okay. So, major pivot here. Is there like more levity, please? I mean, yeah, yes. Yeah, I think okay. so. <laughs> Let's talk about arguably this is not these are not my words. These are what I found in researching. Okay. Arguably the best painting of all time. Oh. Las Meninas by Diego oh, Velázquez. Yes, me yes. too. Yeah. At the Prado. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Yep. I remember learning about this in Spanish 
class and mm. just being like you know it's a tiny little thing in, a, mm. in the textbook but you're still like what's that like what's happening yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. so let's talk about it because really? I watched a couple of videos about this and I was like in awe because it really is like oh. kind of wild so and okay. it's like hard to so like everyone we're gonna post a photo of this so you know yeah. look at reference. it for reference yeah. yes because yeah. it's hard to talk about a painting without seeing it in front of you mm-hmm. but it was just so fun and I got super into this so it is a ten and a half foot by nine foot canvas. Massive. Yes. It was painted mm-hmm. in 1656 by, mm-hmm. as I said, Diego Velazquez. By this point, he had been like the painter working for the royal family for 33 years. So he, mm-hmm. he was like in charge of adding to the art collection of the royal family. He designed rooms. He did sure. all the paintings. Yes. Okay. He was a dear friend of King Philip IV of Spain and Queen Mariana. This, it's just so interesting because it's like, you look at it and you're like, oh, it's just a group of people. But it is Uh. so complex and it raises questions about like, what's reality? Illusions. You, you're standing there looking at it and like there are people and they feel like they're really looking at you. Yeah. It's believed to depict the royal chamber of the Royal Alcazar of Madrid, which is a building that doesn't exist anymore. Okay. And it shows several figures of court captured and it looks like a snapshot, almost like someone's taking a photo and some people Mm -hmm. know that it's happening and some people don't. It's so Mm -hmm. strange. So you see Diego painting. So he's in it himself, Mm -hmm. you know, painting on Mm -hmm. the canvas. At the time, the royal family was in severe decline. I don't really know. I I was like, I could go into that, but then it would be a whole thing. It's all kind of like, you know, is this, is the monarchy a dead institution? Yes. And they keep trying their PR moves. (laughs) Yep. Just spice it up. Change it up. Yeah. (laughs) And so, you know, you probably say, oh, the Infanta the main little girl in the middle, she's the key part of the photo. But there are, Uh like, really three big people, like, centers of the photo. It's her, who is this beautiful, blonde, angelic... The light is shining right on her. And so that's, like, you know, the future of Spain. At the time, when it was painted, she was the only living child of the king and queen. And so, you know, Uh like, this, like, failing kingdom. Here She is our beautiful future and so i think like that's why she was painted in that way but then also the other focal point behind her there's like a mirror Mm. that's reflecting the king and queen it's so weird you can't really tell like is that is it because they're diego is painting something and that is that a reflection of a portrait of the king and queen that he's painting Uh or the king and queen the ones where the viewer is like looking at their children and members of court mm. and diego are they posing for a canvas it's just like so interesting and then in the another background there's a guy a random guy standing in the doorway but he yeah. is in really bright light too so you're just like yeah what's so important do we know who about this guy i think we it was like expected that he was some member of court i mean like they knew his oh, name okay. there's so much going on yes in that painting. And then the little girl, she's being waited on by these two little girl maids. Mm-hmm. And then there are two little people who were mem- real members of of the royal court who are mm-hmm. also in the photo. And they're playing with the dog. Mm-hmm. So it's just like the most random ran- people of court and maids. Las, yeah. Las Meninas means maids of honor. 
It's like that's the name oh. of the painting. Yeah. So interesting to look at and once you start looking at it you like go from plane to plane there's like three planes in the photo and like Uh everyone is paired in such strange things it's always like boy girl boy girl boy girl Uh by this point he's been in painting for decades it's near the end of his Mm -hmm. life so this is him fucking with us and like showing off everything that he can do all Mm -hmm. in one photo and I just I don't know wanted to talk about it for a little bit because you look at it and it just seems like normal painting kind of yeah like any other painting from the era it's around it yes they're like Mona Lisa yes exactly and I saw an article and it was like it's you know it's everyone's opinion but it's better than the than Mona Lisa because it's more captivating and it's there's so many more questions so there's so many more things to look at Mona Lisa is like amazing and the facial expression. Yeah, is, that's the key. You know, I mean, for me. That's it. But, like, there is so much talent in, like, illusion. Yes. In leading your eye places. Exactly. Like, making you wonder. Mm-hmm. Making you think. It's, like, almost a little self-aware because Velasquez is in it. Yeah. You know? And, like, what's he painting? Is he painting is Las it? Meninas? Yeah. Is it, yeah. Is it, like, a painting within a painting? Is it a portrait? Mm. Is it... Of the king and queen, like, yeah, you know, it's kind of almost as if the king and queen are standing there looking at the scene happening, and then that puts the viewer, us normal people, in the shoes of the king and queen. I wish I would have known that when I. Before I know, I, I know. I was like seventeen, <laughs> like, anything. oh, that's famous. This is nice. Yeah, cool. Yeah. And <laughs> and like the way that the room is, like, uh-huh. you know, like in film, in photographs, whatever. It's all the lines. Uh-huh. You kind of, your eye like automatically converging. follows yeah. these lines, especially like coming together and at one point they meet. And there are mm. several different lines. And so it's mm. like your eyes are overwhelmed. And it's such a large yes. piece anyway. And it's like, where yeah. do I look? I want to look at everything. Yeah. It's just really interesting. interesting. So everyone, take a deep look Thank at this you. photo. Or go and see it when you're in God, Spain. Yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. Now I'm going to have to go again and be like, yeah, and like really before I go sit and think. (laughs) Yeah. And it was just like, it really sucked me in for a while because I was like, Mm. this is so cool. So Mm. yeah, just a more history on a famous painting that I really didn't know much about. Oh, thank you. Yes, Yes, of course. You needed that levity. Yeah. I think. Mm -hmm. All right, Kat. Yes. Do you have a recommendation oh yes i do okay i need to get my phone because so there is an instagram account Mm. that cracks us up to no end oh jesus (laughs) i know exactly what you're talking about um it's a british especially good lately it's a british account and it's called beam me up soft boy it's just like screenshots of dating apps of of messages what is a soft boy let's discuss I think it's like an indie boy. Like, have you heard of the Rolling Stones? Or, yeah. Like, Tame Impala. I bet you haven't. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, I listen to Tame Impala. You, oh, you know them? They yeah. think they're so original. My music choice is so original. I bet you haven't heard of Tame Impala. Yeah. You know, it's like that sort of thing. It's just the yeah. silliest yeah. way to make fun of these boys who think they get it, but they don't or fucking absolute. get it. 
they probably think that they're feminists. Screw loose. But they're not. Yeah. They're so off. And yeah. that's kind of the like, worst type of person. The content <laughs> writes itself. Yeah. So it's just screenshots. Here, it's it's like screenshots of from messages that people submit from dating apps, mm. from anything. Do, we, do you have a? I have several. I have okay, several good. because the, I was I was like Kate could probably hear me cracking up right now. <laughs> well, the best one ever is nice mm. ass. Sorry about the mental illness. <laughs> and the girl just responded, or the receiver. I don't want to assume. Uh-huh. Just yeah, responded, yeah. thank you. <laughs> Uh, and then okay i'm currently working on myself and pushing myself to my next highest potential level but could use some affection every now and then really nice tits by the way (laughs) yep Mm -hmm. okay here's a couple more Mm -hmm. i want you that wasn't me sorry who was it then my demons (laughs) (laughs) oh my god (laughs) hilarious and oh my god this okay imagine this every message is like kind of spread out over you know a couple hours a couple maybe a day or two beautiful Mm. and quite large breasts as well if you don't mind sorry so let me guess borderline personality disorder (laughs) (laughs) like no she just didn't want to respond to that fucking weird ass message she doesn't have borderline personality disorder Everyone, go if you don't it's follow. It's rough out here. It's rough out here. Go follow you know? Beam Me Up Soft Boy because it is yeah. it's the hilarious. Exactly good, good content. Yes. Yeah. You don't realize that this many of them exist, but they do. <laughs> yeah. And this is just in the UK, as far as I know. Yeah. So yeah. listen. So I mean, go great, follow for a good laugh. Great recommendation. Thank you. Thank you very much. What do you have for me? Okay, so I have a food-related Oh, good. And it's those Rosa Ines crackers <gasps> that yes, I got. Those like yes. sweet crackers. Mm. They're they're Spanish actually. They come in different flavors and their original one I think is An Anis? Oh, Anise. Anise. That's I mean I, yeah. I say both. I don't know which which one's correct. I don't know how to say it. Yum, I would love that. It's good. So that's the plain one. But I personally love the orange. But of course. So yes. That is so delicious. I feel like it's good in the morning with coffee. Mm. It's like a little sweet, but it's like yeah. fried in olive oil. Yes. I mean, you guys. Mm. So Go find it at World Market. Yes. Okay. Yeah. What other yeah. flavors do they? I delicious. I love how del- Cinnamon, like sugar, delicate it is. Perfectly cracks. Yes. Like, it is so satisfying to break it, mm. you know. Oh god, my mouth is watering. I want that. Yeah, I want I it's like some tea in that. Yes, yes, yes. yum, good so, one. Yeah. That was my recommendation for this week. Okay, cat. Yes, do you have a word of the day. Oh yes, I do. Okay, so today's word of the day is something you know we all say we don't enjoy, but I know we all do. Oh, the word of the day is boca chancla. Gossip. <laughs> oh my god. And it Fun. literally means flip flop mouth because someone mm. who is talking smack running their mouth. It's like run mm-hmm. like flip flop smacking the floor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Isn't that so funny? I love the goss. I know. I love the goss too. I know. A celebrity goss. Give me mm-hmm. random football player goss. Oh yes. Mm-hmm. It's so fun, All juicy. I don't care. Yes. Tell me about your neighbor. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. I don't know her. Yeah. I want to know. <laughs> exactly. <everything. laughs> 
<laughs> so Boca Chancla gossip. That is fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> thank you very much. Thank you so okay, much for this everyone. amazing topic today. We love her. We adore. I know. We love her. Can't wait to watch. We should watch yes. the show. Okay. We will. Okay, everyone. Thank you for joining us. We'll see you next time. Ciao. Ciao.